Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Say it with me, the more I know, the less I kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And go check it out and maybe sign yourself up for a free membership. We got new content weekly. Cool stuff. Uh, This week, to bail or not to bail? That is the question. And the answer is usually the same. If you don't already know, why don't you tune into this episode? And yeah, I thought this this is a good one. I mean, we're always uh, like when we break down good surfers, this is one of the ones that we we see them do a lot. We see them bail their board, right? In, in like a in like a sketchy way too. Um, and that's what we're talking about today is is that that situation where you will get in often with your with your big old flotation device out there in the lineup is whether you feel like you ought to just let it go and just and just swim underneath the wave or hold on to it properly and keep control of your board so it's not flying in towards the beach or or getting away from you and and smacking you in the head or something like that and so what do you think coach you think there's a right time and place for it or you think it's a never don't do ever um there's definitely there's definitely a time and a place like if i would say more like in big wave surfing where you 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 basically just have to trust your leash there's no way you could duck dive some of these waves and hold on to your board anyway so you're better off like not taking the hit on your body and there's ways to kind of bail your board and push it so that it's it's parallel to the beach so that the wit- the lip's not going to just axe it right in the center hopefully and snap it in in two but for the most part i don't really believe that bailing the board's the answer yeah i and i you know i want to clear something up too cuz i feel like we've touched upon the subject every once in a while and like when we say big waves we're talking about big waves that we aren't even surfing you know, right. like this is next level big waves. So it's it's basically a a big no no anytime you go surfing, unless you're some big wave surfer tuning into Kookcast, then I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's we've just seen it. It goes hand in hand with our teaching style. As we started teaching fundamental aspects of surfing paddling this is, comes under board control right yeah absolutely and and, and your stand up that we started to realize that really 98% of the time in a normal surf session let's say anything underneath under head high or sho- you know shoulder to head high anything under that or in that range if you're out there you should have the skills to be able to hold on to your board and not put yourself in the worst case scenario over and over and over again and and keep control of your board 
we're so used to being in these beginner lineups where it's become such a a move on every yeah it's it's <laughs> it's a move in there like they think it's cool they're like oh yeah i don't even have to deal with this wave i just push my board off to the side swim <laughs> under they, they they must not like pay attention and see how violent for one the board gets ripped around in the yeah. white water even in just a small small wave so that's one thing i'm always thinking about is my board trying to you know trying to preserve it and and keep it in in good shape and and then also if you're looking from the from the beach and you're seeing that move that so many beginners do where they're paddling towards the white water and then right at the last minute boop yeah, off yeah, the yeah. side of their board <laughs> like one in one fell swoop you're like oh okay he's in pretty good shape to take this little two foot white water on the head and then right at the last minute boop off to the side swim under board gets ravaged all around and a lot of the times you know it's a big nine foot long board or soft top and you got nine feet of leash and we always talk about that that kill radius that i mean you really have a big a big opportunity to to hurt yourself or somebody else if they're within let's say what 20 feet 20 feet that's big that's that's big. That's yeah. huge. Imagine t drawing twenty foot circles around everybody out there in the lineup. Those circles would overlap for sure. Yeah, I'm, I wish we could get this social distancing kind of cap that the like like the kids in China are wearing right now. That keep like it's a big halo around them that oh, no makes, reminds them. So if they got too close, they would like knock into each other. <laughs> That would be perfect. We need that in the lineup, you know, virus or not. I mean, the, the virus is kookery. Is, that's what's going on in the lineup. So we need, to, we need to start slowly shutting it down and start tightening up our act out there. And, and this is one of the ways that you really can do it. Figure out how to hold on to your board and not go to the, the full bail uh, when Every you really time. don't need to. Yeah. yeah. You really don't need to. It's, it's, it's funny how you were saying how when somebody, like when they paddle right up to a wave and it's like you can tell they've done it before because they do it so well. You know, paddle right up the wave, sometimes even halfway up the face, and then as the thing is starting to pitch, just slip off the side and continue swimming. And if you're like anywhere nearby, it's like startles you. You know, you're like, oh, look at them going so strong and confidently. They definitely got this. And then you're like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, now that I think back on it, there, there were times where, like, my uncle's teaching us how to surf and we're going to get caught inside by, like, a big, a big wave. And I'm not going to be able to duck dive it. And if you if you do try to you're gonna get really worked you're gonna lose so much of your energy and strength trying to hold on to that board um, that sometimes it is the right call so what i always remember him doing was like okay slide off your board and then turn around and look mm. to the inside and see and even before you do that you know sometimes you have to position yourself in order to be to safely bail your board. You know, you have to paddle over towards the shoulder or the peak and and clear the runway behind you before you slide off your board, have one last peak and make sure there's nobody 10 feet behind you and then let go of your board and swim down nice and deep so you don't get 
ultra ragdolled. Yeah, so, and you know, that brings up something in a question, though. Because, like, when you're a Grom, it's sort of all right, you know, not the greatest way to be learning, but it's sort of okay, you know what I mean? Like, where you, kind of, you kind of walk a fine line when you're a Grom. But as you right. get to be an adult, you got to start having a better assessment of the situation before you even paddle out, I think. Like, if right. you're looking at waves and thinking to yourself, like, all right, that's all right, that's all right. Oh, I'm going to bail that one. Oh, I'll bail that one. That one I can't get through. <laughs> Maybe that's not your day. Yeah. If, like, your move, your go-to is going to be to bail, and you're going to have to do that more than once in a session, you got to start asking yourself if you're skilled enough to be out there at all. Because right. it's, it's starting to almost become one of my pet peeves, especially, you know, summer at any beginner spot is just the worst of it, you know? Yeah. And that's what we're at right now, right in the middle of summer, you know, spending a lot of time at the beginner breaks, working with people, teaching, and you see it a lot, especially when the swell only just gets a little bit bigger than normal summer waist-high stuff, you know? Right. And all of a sudden, more than one, two, three, and in groups of people are bailing their boards, and it just looks so immature, unseasoned, lacking, you know, uh, just like awareness, I guess, and, and recognition like, cause I know you stand on the beach and watch the ocean before you paddle out sometimes or after you surf, you gotta see that and not think it's all right, right? Like it looks terrible. And it's can you imagine so being near unsafe. it? So yeah, it's, 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 when we sit on the beach, I mean, when we sit on the beach at any one of these beginner breaks, we are like, oh my gosh, yeah. ah, whoa, holy shit, did you see that? He almost killed him. She almost took his head off. I thought they were friends. I thought they were surfing together. I thought they were like on oh the same God. team. Not like gladiator trying to kill other surfers in the lineup. We see it happen way too much. I mean like, upwards a hundred times a day and we're just talking Easy. about slipping off your board and pushing it off to the side when you're paddling out another thing we have to talk about is just jumping off your board at the end that's, oh fully. that's a bail yeah that's a fully. full bail that's, that's a decision not, not considering anybody else on the inside it's not considering that it's that this is something this is a fundamental thing that i want to talk to you about because it's it's not just a matter of it looks bad and blah 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 and and if if you're really in control of your board you'll hold on to it and get through it it's it goes back to the surfing continuum and the fundamentals when you ditch your board you have to reel it in and mm -hmm. turn it around and climb your ass back on the board. Right. We're not about that. We're trying to cut that out of our repertoire. Right. We stay with our boards the whole time. We control our boards and therefore we're the, guy, we're the people, we're the students popping out the back or straightening out, controlling our board and turning around and right back into the lineup and not being disconnected from our board reeling it in a lot of the times if you ditch your board say on the first wave of the set that you were riding you get up you don't have time to reel it in right, right. so your board's just out in the in the lineup on the inside in the lineup and and making it harder for other surfers to ride waves successfully you're you're just in the way right right i mean there's there's multiple things going on here when you bail <laughs> And like for one of them, like you said, you know, you mentioned the, the, the fluff stuff that we also care about, all, you know, the style of it and the, the um, like it just looks bad. But most of all, as, as far as the surf continuum goes, is closing the circle up. 
you're gonna get more waves if you dismount or kick out properly because that keeps the circle seamless and closed and right onto the next fundamental skill, which is paddling right back out to the lineup, rather than, like you said, reeling the board in and climbing back on. And if you don't do that in time, you're getting hit by the second wave. I mean, how many times have you seen, you know, the situation where the bail happens and then they don't even bother trying to reel the board back in. They just kind of dive through the next waves until the set's finished. So it's like, it's a big disconnect in your surfing and it really, um, it really kills your efficiency, which ultimately is one of the goals of the surf continuum is not just more waves and being stylish and in control, but efficient. You want to be out there. And I, I assume that people are into the surf continuum because they like the, the connectedness of it, the, the, uh, uh, like holistic, the holistic, yeah. yeah, the flow, the flow from one move to the next. There's never any downtime. I mean, wipeouts happen and there is disconnects. You don't control because the wave knocks you down or something. But in the times when you can control it, you know, close those, those gaps up in the circle and go right from riding a wave to paddling back out. It's just, it's one of the biggest ways to become more efficient in your surfing. And it's really not that hard. Right. Right. Just don't just figure out how to not bail how to how to set yourself up on the inside you know f f work on that that timing of your paddle out and work on seeing what the wave is doing towards the end of the ride either start learning how to turn out the back or straighten out and and another thing like you know we're, we're talking about big waves you know maybe the only time to bail is is big ways but now when i think back on it um and especially this is something that really came when we when we really started to commit to surfing without leashes it really taught us a lot about not bailing your board and holding on and you'll surprise yourself often that you think you're going to get worked really bad by this wave that's gonna land right in front of you, but somehow, some way, you're just fine. You know, you do a proper duck dive and it pushes you down and you and you go through the little fulcrum and you shoot out the other side, or you get completely rolled, but you're locked onto your board mm -hmm. and you come shooting right back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the best feeling is to be like, being somersaulted around down deep and you're locked onto that board and you just know you're coming up yep. as soon as possible. Yep, 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 that's so true. You're not like suspended down there in the, the foamy whitewater membrane, you know, that's kind of hard to swim through. And I, when I was a kid, I, before I even cared about like this aspect of surf, before I knew it was like the right way to be, I remember clinging to my board just because I was scared, you know, and being like, well, if I hang on to this thing, I know I'm coming up faster than if I don't hang on to this thing. So I'll be damned if I'm letting go. <laughs> and like you said, so many times, you know, you get rattled and rolled, but then you cork right up, you know, and out the back, like oh, on your board, ready to go and get the hell out of there. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean that's that's one of the major ones right there for for me holding on to your board and and just that's that's just the beginning of it and I have you know our next little point is it it's we already hit on it but it's it's safer to have your board right with you locked onto it yeah as soon as you lose control of that thing you really don't know where it is. The board does so many crazy things in the white water and with all the currents and things like that, that, that you know, as soon as you lose your board, we're always teaching our students and, and reminding ourselves, like, protect yourself. 
That's the only time I've really been hurt by my board was when I got knocked off in the tube or I jumped off my board in the tube or I bailed my board and I had no clue where it was. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the thing hits you so, so hard that it just, it makes you realize that you really want to control your board at every second of the time because you're much more likely to get nabbed or slammed by your board when you don't have control of it. Right, right. And I just kind of occurred to me another thing about bailing the board and like you said, now you're testing your leash every time you bail and let the wave kind of pull it tight. Uh, if you're bailing your board because you're worried that a wave is too big for you to go through, what the hell are you gonna do when you bail your board and your leash breaks? And you're out there now without your board. You know, yeah. it's just another one of these considerations you gotta make that before you paddle out, can you go swimming out there without your board? Would you be fine just going for a swim in this ocean? Are you depending upon your board and your leash to be there for you 100% guaranteed? Because that's another, like, a real deal, like, um, uh, like consideration of maybe it's not my day, you know? That's really, that's really what more, we want more people to be asking themselves right. before they paddle out, especially when you see green conditions of, you know, four to six, you know, and you've been surfing one to two foot waves all summer long, you know, just, just take a beat and have a good look and, and put that kind of mindset on, am I gonna be okay? Is my board going to be okay? Are the people out in the lineup going to be okay if I lose my board? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. And a lot of the times, you know, you're, you're not, you're not going to be okay with that, so that's the sign, or you're not going to be able to clear all those little checklists, so you, you might have to rethink your session. You might have to go think about a more mellow, mellow spot break to go paddle out on, on that day that the surf's pumping and the the best spot is the busiest spot. Right, right. Yeah, there's there's so many levels to surfing, you know, you can't just roll up and, and do the same old thing you do on a, on a one to two foot day. You know, it's a little bit of a different process. There's gonna be different surfers out there, hopefully with a higher standard, you know, and keep this, this sport we love so much clean and pure and respected and well done. You know, I was talking with, uh, I was actually just recording with Tom. We did a, We did an episode. And we oh, talked about bit. how like, you know, on the mountain there's ski patrol and they'll like, they'll pluck you right off the slopes if you're on a black diamond and you don't belong there, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, you know, how cool would that be if we had a surf patrol where it's like, no, 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 you can't be doing that. That's not right. That's gonna be dangerous for other people. And you know, we, we don't have that. So it's really on you as the individual surfer to be wise, to, to care about yourself and your surfing and other surfers and this this is the one of the biggest ways and easiest ways to keep yourself and others safe is is to really put into question this concept of bailing and not bailing your board and and what it means and and what it means to be a, a real true surfer you know and care and, about that kind of thing and gain respect for from those real true surfers totally, they take notice yeah. of little things like this absolutely if you're you're not just like the rest of the crowd out there who somehow for didn't get the memo that it's not cool to to bail your board every single chance that you get and that you look so much more in control and you're keeping everybody safe in the lineup you know that if if that's what you're after which we're all kind of after that um then start trying it you know see how difficult it is to actually keep control of your board the whole session see mm. how see 
See how many times it actually just gets ripped out of your hands because you were in the wrong place at the wrong time and you had no chance at even holding on to it. Just start paying attention to little things like that and, and keep working towards it. It's, it's, a, it's a work, a never ending work in process, peep, so. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I, I always take notice, like you said, and I always call it out. Even if it's the simplest little wave, knee high ride, and someone has a nice clean dismount at the end, I always make a point to say, oh, and a clean dismount, oh, and a kick out, oh, because I want people to hear me say, like, I noticed that part. No, I don't, I don't care about the long ride. Everyone gets long rides, whether you get launched in or you got lucky or whatever, but you don't get lucky with a dismount. That's something you choose to do. That's like, that's your thoughtfulness and your presence of mind while you're riding the wave that's there and, and, and seasoned and mature enough to to keep that consideration at heart and mind and and to do it basically and not just tally ho <laughs> <laughs> let it rip uh yeah and, and that was kind of our our last little point on that was kind of like the protocol of of how to responsibly build barrel your bore but it's you know it's we went through it it's um it's it's a very rare occurrence where it's the right thing to do i think so have that in mind that when you're like contemplating bailing your board it you should start crabs are against on you. yourself yeah, yeah crack odds the are against is, you oh, that is the right call not the right thing <laughs> uh, and you know it's again like if you're at a if you're at a beginner break it's it's pretty rare that you would even have 20 feet between you and anybody else right, right. so basically it's not safe to bail your board figure out how to turtle roll and and hold on to that thing or do a or paddle even harder towards that big white water and do a giant press up and press through that white water and just and fight to stay on that board and hold on to it and if you do get rattled and pushed off to the side fight to get back on it don't just give up and slide off the side and let go of your board and and have to have to restart you know all that momentum and and ground that you gained don't don't give it up easy yeah 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 that's the way to put it i think it's probably ends up being more energy to do that you know rather than to just fight to stay on as much as that costs you energy but in the end of it when you add it all up it's hard to quantify but i think having to climb back on your board and losing that time between waves to get extra strokes into the outside ends up being more energy I think that's that's a great closing point. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to surf longer and smarter and be efficient with our movements out there and and holding onto your board and figuring out how to maintain control over it the whole time is gonna is gonna do you well. It's been doing us well for years now and we wanna share it with you guys. <laughs> that's right. So if you're bailing your board, you are cooking it. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next week, peeps. Keep tuning in, you guys. We got some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Loving it. Chat soon, brother.